0: Welcome to the Web3 Artist Spotlight, the podcast that shines a spotlight on talented artists who are leveraging Web3 technology to sell their art and connect with collectors in new and innovative ways. Through in-depth interviews, we learn more about the artists behind the art and uncover their unique creative processes, inspirations, passions, and the stories behind their captivating artworks. From seasoned professionals to emerging talents, we bring you a diverse range of voices from the Web3 community And we delve deeper into how blockchain technology, NFTs, and decentralized platforms are revolutionizing the art industry.
1: Wildly Martinez is a philanthropist, fashion designer, and mom. She combines fashion to meaningful initiatives, such as helping victims of trafficking, as well as empowering those with vitiligo. Wildly has worked with numerous brands and her entrepreneurship now extends into Web3, where she has several NFT collections showcasing her beautiful fashion designs. Wildly is a devoted mother and proud Afro-Latina from New York who can point you to the best places to hit up for great food, culture, and fashion. And with that, Giancarlos and I welcome the amazing Wildly Martinez to the space.
0: Woo! Thank you for being here, Wildly.
1: (laughs) Oh my
2: gosh, you guys, so amazing.
0: (laughs) Jennifer does the best introductions.
2: Oh my God, I love it. The only thing is, because, you know, I'm Dominican, my parents named me, this is my real name. It's actually pronounced Wilde because it's Spanish. Ah,
3: Oh, Wilde. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Wildy,
2: But because my brand is Wildflower, you know, pun intention, it was supposed to play on this like, you know, us, us really, um, being our true selves and standing apart, standing apart from like the rest and just taking that in. Um, people call me Wildy, but it's Wildy. Okay. Okay. I would, yeah, I wish, I wish I had a cool, I do have a cool story about why my, my name is that. It's not a typical name. My parents made it up.
0: Oh, they did. Okay. <laughs> you know, what's funny though, is that, yeah, like, especially like in the Latin culture, um, you see a lot of these like funny names that people come up with, you know. Especially, I had a lot of friends that were like Cuban, and I mean, even like like Uznavi, right? Like even for like <laughs> the play, right? Like, like U.S. Navy, or they would say like I I knew somebody called Malenusa, and it's because they saw in the tags, you know, made in USA, you know, stuff like that, you know. So I I've heard and seen it all when it comes to like funny names, man. It's just it, it's hilarious. But um, so yeah. Willy Martinez, that's, that's there we go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> okay um all right so so uh willie really, uh maybe then just take um five minutes and maybe tell us a little bit more about yourself you know your story and how you got into this whole web3 space
2: yeah i would love to do that and, and again i want to just thank everyone that's here um i am so grateful for everyone that's listening and yeah this is such a chill space to come up and and um you know, ask questions or comments, um, but um, yeah, I have over almost two decades working in the fashion industry. Um, I I knew from a very young age that I wanted to be a fashion designer. Um, my grandmother was a fashion designer, and it just you know I inherited that that gift of um, just loving clothes, loving um, outfits, loving colors, and my mom used to say that when I turned five, like, I was just like, I'm going to dress myself. Um, and I should probably post, I have like so many pictures of me creating these outfits, like being such a girly girl too, like, hello, lover of pink here and flowers and everything that's feminine. I am like a proud feminine woman, woman, and I just love celebrating, celebrating um, femininity Um, So I actually ended up going to fashion industries high school at the age of 13. Um, Back then it was specialized and you needed like a portfolio to get in. And um, I was just able to to my parents are very supportive, you know, since I was little. Um, Thank God um, they really championed me with creativity and. And being a designer and and siempre it was like, oh, Willie, la diseñadora, we'll the designer, you know, became like, oh, you know, my daughter's the designer. And it just became something um that I really, really enjoyed. I'm super blessed that I always knew that I wanted to do that. And I ended up uh going to FIT and then um just working right right after college. I think my first job was at Macy's. I was a um a um color analysis because I love psychology of color and I'm able to really know the tones and the hues. Um, and then I ended up just climbing up, climbing up, um, and then I uh, was a creative de- design director for a company that licensed a whole bunch of brands. So I worked with managing the women's team um, and really focused a lot on at leisure and activewear. That's just where like I ended up. So I launched um, the activewear brands for Ali Tahari, for BCBG, Max Azria, Generation, Jessica Simpson. I also... Uh, worked a lot with um plus size brands like L- Lane Bryant. Um yeah, so I just got into it and it became super corporate. Um and I I knew that I wanted to use fashion um in a way that was helping women. And um that's when I met um who was my 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 uh, business partner at the time. Um, she, her, the brand is called L&T's and she brought me in to really um, start this up. And we ended up um, basically partnering with an organization called Our Daughter International. They're based in Nepal. And they, um, I think they're the number one like anti-sex trafficking, anti-trafficking um, organization that really, really um I mean their 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 whole thing is rescuing women and young girls and children from trafficking And they're based in Nepal. So I ended up going to Nepal (laughs) and meeting some of the girls that were um, like rescued. And basically the company provides um, these women who are interested, of course, um, jobs as our seamstresses. So they're the ones that sewed up all the clothes and I met and heard all their stories. And unfortunately, in underdeveloped countries, you would think that, oh, you know, they were taken. But because it's such a... um, Um, Finances are are needed sometimes as the parents that end up like selling their daughter, thinking that they're gonna be going to the to school or going on a job, but it's actually they're being trafficked. So this organization sets up like border patrol all um along Nepal, that is um the border between Nepal and India, because once they get. Passed through India, then you kind of lose them forever. Um, so, so an amazing organization. I worked there for ten years. So I'm doing full time corporate designing, you know, as a creative director, and then I'm also um, doing this, you know, on the side. And then during the pandemic, I got laid off from my corporate job. My world like many of us came crashing. You know, I was the main breadwinner in our family living in New York City with our little son. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And um, ended up going full-time uh, with Elegant Tease as their creative director officially, because now I could tell people that I, I was doing that on the side without getting like in trouble <laughs> with my corporate job. Um, You know, the hustle, I got to hustle. That's right. That's right. Um, and, yeah. And then I ended up, um, yeah, working with them, um, growing the brand. And um, then we ended up, my family, and moving uh, a year and a half ago. We relocated to North Carolina to just slow down a bit. Um, we've never left New York. You know, once you're a New York City kid, like it, and you're born and raised there, it's really hard to move out, especially when you, in our culture as a Latina, we're very close to family. So I was the first one to leave New York during the mass exodus of the pandemic, and left everyone. I didn't know anyone here. My 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 husband and I were like, "What are we doing?" But we just felt that this is an opportunity to like raise our son and for him to like really have grass to play in. And there there's a great school here. Anyway, um, so and then um, being here working with Elegant Tees. That job ended up um, because of just the climate of the economy. I got furloughed and I'm like, but I already had like my feet inside Web3 a little bit. And when I got furloughed, I knew in my heart and my husband and I, like we just knew that I had to really, really step into Web3 as an artist and that this was like an opportunity for me to really believe in my art um, in my business and I decided to go full-time freelance for fashion. So I still do that. Um, and I like to partner with companies that are raising, they are like empowering women. So I don't just design for anyone. I want to make sure that they are sustainable brands. I'm a founder actually of Darling Society, which is a, a, a new clothing line that's launching, um, it's just a lot going on, but I'm like happy that I am able to like create art and bring awareness to vitiligo, um, and to just representation of, of, of different women and skin types. Um, and yeah, so it just kind of all collided and I'm able to really express myself creatively using all these gifts. Right. And, and I'm in like, okay, like whatever, whatever door opens, I'm, I'm running, I'm running, <laughs> running in um so that's kind of like how i ended up in web three my husband really encouraging me and people knowing that i knew how to you know that i love art like hey you should really check it out and um i got onboarded through voice.com which is a marketplace that caters to artists and that's my that's how i entered
0: wow well you got an amazing story and also a crazy amazing resume as well (laughs) like just uh, all the experience and background and design I loved also the fact that like your parents were such big champions of your creativity, you know, that early on, they even like, you know, they're like, in that, like they were like super supportive and, and, you know, going to that fashion industry thing at 13. I mean, man, like that's, that's all like super impressive. So cool. And, um, and, and the fact that you work with like all those big brands, um, also love that, you know, that story about going to Nepal and, you know, working in that organization against uh, sex trafficking, and man, it's—I'm sure that must have been like very moving. You know, to, to go there and meet the women and everything like that. I mean, wow, it's such a such a wow, powerful um, story and, and stuff too. So, and and so, um, what I was curious is, uh, so it's interesting how it all kind of played out. You know, COVID, and, you know, working there, and then all of a sudden being furloughed and saying, okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna do the fashion, you know, consulting, freelance and then web3, right? And, and you said like so voice.com is kind of what onboarded you but um so like was there like did they reach out or or like how, or was there somebody else a friend that told you about web3 and like hey look into this? I was kind of a little bit more curious about like how did you actually find out about web3 and and start getting into that world before you really got onto voice.com?
2: Yeah, so um I have a cousin of mine that she's really into like Gary V. And (laughs) she called me up and she's like, oh my gosh, if I were you, if I knew how to draw, we'll be jumping into this. They're called NFTs and uh and this was like a year and a half ago and basically you just put your pictures up your paintings and you get paid you just get money i'm like what she's like yeah you could put you can even put pictures of your son i'm like wait what um so (laughs) this is when the world was just inventing what nfts um were and i don't know i just kept getting like uh just this thing like of curious being curious about it and i ended up um uh reaching out to my friend, TJ, uh, I love him. Like he is, um, he has a, a in, um, over at Slack, which is like a discord. He created this club called the Crypto Club. And um, one of the subjects or channels was NFTs. And I said, you know what, if I'm going to do this, let me actually learn like all the techie stuff. So for a long time, I was learning about crypto from a very technical you know, invest, investment, like learning about crypto wallets. So I joined the crypto club um, for, for a while. And then at the same time, I'm still like doing NFT. So then I ended up taking over the NFT channel because I was the only one doing it from an art point of view. Um, and then I took courses with Udemy. I think I say it is like Udemy or D- Udemy. And at that time, I think the the teacher was like just using people as a reference. And, um, yeah, just like learning all this stuff. Um, my husband, he is a musician. So he's like, oh, I'm going to do music NFTs. And just, we were all like as a family, like in this, in this whirlwind of like, what is it? And, um, I'm on Instagram and I get a little ad that says, um, uh, and if, uh, voice.com a marketplace for artists and it was crypto optional and like credit card friendly. And I'm like, Oh, I don't even need to open up a wallet. And it just seems so user friendly. Um, and I ended up, um, you know, jumping in, it was super easy. I, I, i added like a few of my artworks that I already had, um, created in 2020. Cause I did like a series back then. Um, And, uh, next thing you know, I sold, I sold one. I'm like, what? And at that time, I didn't know. I was like pricing them like regular digital prints, which I used to be like, oh, like $20, Mm -hmm. like just like, and then, um, um, I was like getting really into it. And I said, "Oh, I gotta be careful. Like, I can't just be spending all my time. And at that time, you know, we were just on discord on Twitter. Like it was insane. Mm -hmm. I think I, I came in. (laughs) And during like the end of bull and I'm like, all my life, it was insane. I would wake up anyway, you guys know how it is, but then I'm a woman of faith. So I was like, okay, God, if this is something you want me to do and you want me to invest, like you want me to do this, I need you to show up and give me a sign. And that night, um, which is so insane that night I went to sleep and then I woke up And um, somebody, a friend of mine who was in the space, Savage, uh, his name is Cyrus. He bought one of my pieces. I think I had it for like $50 and he sold it for, um, I believe, $1,600. And then someone bought it and then. They sold it for $1,600, right? So I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, like what is happening? Um, So that was just like so exciting. It was like my little, you know, sign like, okay, this is is where, not because of the money, but just that my art was being seen. And the piece that sold was called The Beauty of Black. And it was my letter to my Black uh, sisters and my Afro-Latinidad. And it was just like this piece that like, um meant so much to me um and it had like a little bit of ligo in and i wasn't i wasn't really sharing that i had that yet so it was just like a a a really beautiful um piece the first piece to really like so be be out there you know so that that's how it
0: happened i was probably like are you listening now Wendy?" (laughs) do it, do it. But man, that is, that is awesome, man. That's so cool. And, uh, and that you like, you, you heard the sign, you're like, all right, I'm going to go for it. man it was it's such a cool story. And by the way, yeah. It, um, I also found out about NFTs through, through Gary V as well, you know? So, uh, and I know a lot of people, uh, that I've connected with in the space, uh, kind of first heard about it through him. So I know he's, he's helped to onboard a lot, a lot of people into, into web three, but so that's so cool. Um, and and then well, be, I guess the other thing I wanted to ask you too. And you have such you know beautiful artwork and a lot of different um, a lot of different styles. I was curious if maybe you could talk a little bit about you know what inspires you to create art and what do you think has kind of influenced your style over the years.
2: Um, yeah, so obviously lover of fashion, so I'm always gonna have. Um, like either like fashion illustration or, or a fashion art, um, vibe to my stuff, just because I, I love that part of, um, of art. And, um, so fashion illustrations are always going to be a, a, um, I think something that I'm going to continue, continue to do. Um, and then I also use my art because it has changed so much from when I first started this space. Um, um, because for me, Web3 is an opportunity or was an opportunity for me to come and say and reintroduce myself as an artist, but it was like at the same time, um, learning who I was as an artist at, and kind of developing my style. And it's just, uh, you know, all, all of us are in the space, like we're always going to be changing and, and moving and you know, now with AI coming into the play, like my mind is just blown. But women, I'm always going to be using art to empower women, celebrate diversity, you know, uh, celebrate um, curly hair and, um, and probably Jennifer, you can relate to this, but, you know, being, being Dominican, being Afro-Latina, we just grew up with so much, so, so much colorism, you know, um, because of the history of Dominican Republic and the history of like the dictatorship and Trujillo and like the whole thing air quotes of whitening the race and kind of then our parents immigrating here and wanting us to blend in, like blend in with the American culture and like, you know, always blow drying my hair straight. You know, my mom's super concerned about me not being in the sun so that my skin doesn't tan. So I show up and I'm like, I'm going to do melanin. I'm going to do vitiligo. I'm going to do curly hair. I'm going to do, you know, underrepresented um, women. I just want to celebrate that. And I'm so happy to be a part of like other projects that are doing this too, like Power of Women and like, um, you know all these all these other projects are really elevating women and and I'm just happy to be
1: doing it you know and with my my take on it and my voice on it oh man I can't tell you like how moved I am hearing you say that because yeah absolutely I can 100% relate um and uh my daughter has your hair type and absolutely um from get has embraced her curly hair she does not straighten it um And yeah, I I really can relate to that. Um, You know, no te ponga tu morenita. Oh, you look so pretty today. You look whiter. uh, Kind of like those little micro comments that make their way into your subconscious and really affect you and you don't even realize it. So I'm incredibly moved by um, what you're doing, your mission and the ethos behind it. Um, I think it's really, really important, um, especially in the future generations um, that are watching us.
2: Yeah, totally. Um, And honestly, my son, when I had him and like, he had like straight hair when he was born and then all his hair fell off and then he had like one curl (laughs) that came out. And then when I saw that little curl, I was like, that's when I, I changed like my heart. I was like, man, like I want him to grow up like loving his hair. And like, here I am like, man, like I flat ironing my hair, like just like. You know, uh, and so when I saw the little curl come out, that's when I like five years, wait, no, he's six. um, I decided to do what is called the curly cut. It's when you like chop off your hair and let your curly hair come in. And for all the women, all the curly girls, all the ones that are like natural hair, it's such a huge moment in our lives when we decide to chop our hair off and let it grow how it wants to grow. Like it's such a transforming um experience and um because of him you know when, oh my god he has a beautiful like curly hair and i remembered teaching him when he was super little say my hair is beautiful i like it how it is don't touch my hair you know like we had to like, practice this and thank god like whenever my mom was like hi you know, why don't you, why don't you buzz his hair off? Or why don't you cut it? He was like, no, mama. We're like, no, grandma. I love my hair. My hair is beautiful. My hair looks like mommy's hair, you know? And I'm
1: like, yes, (laughs) yes. I love that so much. I love that. Um, I um, n- heard you touch on it briefly, but I was hoping maybe you could maybe expand on it a little bit more for us. Um, so in many of your NFT collections, you do feature women with vitiligo and they're dressed in beautifully ornate and colorful dresses. Um, why did you choose to shine a light specifically on that particular skin condition?
2: Yeah, um, so I I was diagnosed with vitiligo at 26. And, um, you know, it doesn't run in my direct family. Um, you know, they're still trying to figure out where it comes from. It is an autoimmune disease. So I do have an autoimmune disease and I do have a chronic illness. Um, so with Hachimoto and usually it, when you have an a, a autoimmune disease, it, it can, it can show up in different ways. And mine showed up as, um, a bit of LIGO. And when I found out, I was ugh, distraught. I was just like so scared. Um I remember like going to the doctor and at that time they didn't have any um like cures. There's there still isn't any cure. There's so much development um over treatments now that if they were available back then probably I would use it just because it would have saved me so much emotional hardship. Um, and then working in the fashion industry, oh my gosh, I <laughs> had to come up with so many savvy ways on how to hide. And um, just now my husband, I was like crying before this conversation because um, I'm, I'm going to get so emotional. Um, so I'm being a featured artist for the uh, Decentraland at the moment through Hugs, and it's I walked in and it's like all the portraits, right? They all have the it alive. Right? they're the stuff that I've done. And I said, "Wow, like who would have thought? Who would have thought that the stuff that I was trying to hide for so long, it was being featured and like celebrated um especially when I hear women DM me or say, "Oh, my mom has it" or and you know, she's in like all these things. It's just like an emotional thing for me. So I'm like so grateful. And my husband was saying, like, I remember when we, you know, met. Like, you used to just have these long sleeves in the summertime, and uh, just, just like hiding. And then I went into like covering up with with different creams, um, and and lotions, and uh, not lotions, like you know, makeup. And it's just being in work, hoping no one would see, hoping no one would realize that I, that I'm like literally turning white (laughs) every year. Um, And I remember like, I think I, uh, my, my hands, I lost all the pigment in my hands. Um, And then I said, you know what, since my hands are like white already, I'm not going to put makeup on anymore. So. I remember my direct my boss at the time was like, "Dude, why are your hands so white?" and just being like like oh man, like call I just felt called out. So comes, you know, because of web3, um I don't know what what happened first. I think moving away from home and being here, being in a new state, something in my head was like, "You know what? No one knows me as um here. Like no one knows me as dark skin here. And if I look, I'm, I'm white now, like not all 100%. So I just felt like I didn't need to like explain myself or show, I just showed up and like people would just assume I was born this way. Um, last summer was the first time that I wore like a bathing suit, um, and like a short sleeve, like really guys, this was like a struggle. (laughs) And, um, then I did this piece called wildflower 38. Um, which, um, Alexandra, um, uh, Alex from, she's the co-founder of, uh, Meta Angels. She collected this piece and that's when things shifted because this piece, I did it when I was 38 years old. I'm, I'm 38. So I did it last year and, um, I put vitiligo on it and I shared my story with web three. And it was my coming out, uh, I guess, story of I have vitiligo and I'm tired of hiding and I'm tired of women hiding who they are behind what society thinks looks beautiful. And that's how it started. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to put vitiligo on every illustration that I make. Um, I want to share my story. I want women who have it, especially Um, obviously do as you will, you know, I had to, I had, at that time I was hiding and now I'm embracing it. And if there's creams that you want to cover, that's fine. Um, but it's kind of like a call for women to walk in freedom from shame and to, to take up space and to really embrace and accept who they are, you know, um, and where they are, um, and stop making excuses like, you know, women, we, we, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I just woke up. Oh, my hair's not, oh, and me, I look, you know, we just have this language that we want to, I want to be able to like change if I can. So that's how it started. So it was like a healing journey that I decided to make public <laughs> through my art that kind of like now snowballed into what's happening now.
1: Oh man. um, I, I just, I, don't even know what to say like i'm over here just speechless taking it all in but i just want to thank you for what you chose to do because your healing and your decision to empower yourself then is going to allow so many other people to feel like they can as yeah,
0: well that's so beautiful and i i really commend you on like the bravery to be vulnerable and really show that part of yourself with the world right and and it's so important like what you're doing because you know um you know a lot of what like what our kids see and stuff like that right like it, they you know they they see things and they and they look at like what are the things that that are admired or considered beautiful so having someone like you like champion it you know and say yeah you it's okay to be this way to have your hair messy like this and curly and and that is beautiful right and and it is beautiful even and if your skin has these discolorations that's also beautiful. You know, so I, I absolutely love what you're doing so much. I commend you and applaud you so much for what you're doing because I think it is so important. Um, and uh, that we and we really need to change a lot of those beauty standards and stuff that that exist today in society. So thank you so much, really, for for what you're doing. I, I really appreciate it for 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 my my you know, people like my daughter, my kids, my other families. You know, I think it, it is it is such an important thing and and I love that you're doing that.
2: Yeah, it's been um a journey that I I didn't think I was going to embark. I was like how many ways can I hide my skin? Um and uh yeah, just not nah, showing up. Um I actually want to like share a quick story that I was reminded of. Um I when I was, you know, again in my late 20s and really trying to cover up, I went to a um back to my to my parents' country, to Dominican Republic, to um, give back to like um, the the communities, like the poor communities and kids that needed. And I went um, and just to help provide. You know how a lot of us <laughs> immigrant kids or like first gen, um, our parents always send back like boxes and things to back to to their hometown. And I went on those trips to help, you know, give stuff away and, um, um, be with the kids. And, you know, a lot of them are like in the streets and, um, so forth. And, um, at the end of the, of the, of the event, um, they were asking the kids like, Hey, what did you like about, you know, we'll being here. And we had, like, it was a group of us and, um, this little girl went, went and grabbed the mic and she said, I know I know, and she was like, maybe like eight. And she said, oh, I, I now know that I'm beautiful because Woldy is beautiful. And she had vitiligo and she saw that I had it too, you know, and that moment marked me forever. Um, and again, I, I, me talking with my husband about like this journey of vitiligo, um, just reminding myself of like, man, like, you know, this is, um, we can use the things that, that we think are not, you know, beautiful or like that really set us apart to impact those that um, are, are feeling that they're not being represented. Um, so especially as a as Latina, and I know like Lucia Diaz does such a beautiful job of like creating that space too. and um but just the impact that we can have, I talk a lot about the power of our words, um, what we speak over ourselves and over you know children hear it. Um, so here I am trying to hide and this little girl's like, yes, yeah, she looks like me, Woo-hoo. like, you know, um, and she's like an older woman and works in fashion, you know, and like just the, the influence we can have. And th- and then the influence we can have now with web three and like the technology is insane. So I wanted to share that story.
1: That's wonderful. I like literally just had flashbacks of going back t- to DR and, the kaha and the kaha being opened and that getting shared to everybody and all of the neighbors and, um, other family members and that you had that, like that impact on that little girl, like that's going to be something that she carries with her forever. Um, more so than whatever it was that was in that box. Like you were the actual, um, gift in that situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: yeah whoever is like here listening as an art like artist or creator um just like we have we it might not seem like things are shifting or moving or um but I promise you like being true to to who you are and being authentic and owning your voice um um really does does um have an impact because humans like we're so many different arrays, right, but there's nothing like feeling seen um and, uh, yeah, it just stays, you know, if you have your lane and you know what it is or your why, like really lean in, even if you, no one else is doing it or like, oh, maybe somebody else is doing it and you're like, oh, what do I need to, What there, there? it's already being done, you know, but no one can really do it. Like you can do it. And, um, that mindset like is, you know, it's a personal journey and, um, I know that, you know, with all these like reels and TikToks and motivational TikToks, they're like, you can do it. No one's going to. I think the one that like hit me the most that went viral was this. I don't know who was speaking. And she was like, no one's coming for you. No one. Like you need to do it. I'm like, oh my God, it's true. So it's like, just have that in your mind. Like you are meant to do what you have in your heart to do and no one else can do it. Like it's you.
1: Uh, John Carlos, did you want to ask about the uh, love collection? Yeah,
0: sure. Sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh and what um Am I going to make my mind is like trying to, to like say it the other way. I'm like, no, don't know, will be. Um, but yeah, so no you have um so there's one particular collection, right? You have it's called uh love. And I had a quick question for you on that one, which was because I noticed that it's spelled with like Periods after each letter. And I was wondering if there was some kind of like acronym that that stood for, or if it's just because you like the way it looked, like with that, you know, just to spell it out that way.
2: Yeah, you would think, right? I was trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do something super cool. Um, but I, you know, man, if I knew about Jack, uh, chat, chat GPT, I probably could have used it. But um, each, each girl, um, it, it launched on Valentine's Day. It was a way to, um, basically celebrate self-embrace and self-love and um in a very healthy way. I'm trying to look for it now. I was trying to pin it but um I can't talk and pin at the same time.
1: <laughs> um but it, is it that one that I pinned up?
2: No, no. Um it should be on my profile. But basically that was my first um let me see if I can find it. Um that was my first AI collaborative collection. Um oh i joined um let me see if i oh is this is it nope um and basically each 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 woman right jasper aligo um re- represents a affirmation so each girl each gal is an affirmation so one is called um let me let me um let me be celebrated um and it basically is a story about Um, sometimes as women, we don't want to cause anybody to like, we don't want anybody to go off out their way for us. We want to be the ones that are like celebrating or serving others. And if it's our birthday, we're like, I know it's okay. Nothing, you know, don't worry about it. Or if it's Christmas, we're like, Oh, whatever you want to, we're just so, um, we just struggle with like (laughs) <laughs> getting celebrated. And one day on my birthday, like my friends threw me like this huge party and I didn't expect it. And I was like, why did you guys do this? Oh my gosh, this is so much work. And one of them said, oh my gosh, you're so easy to celebrate. And I wanted to add that as one of my titles to remind women, like, you're so easy to celebrate. Like, we love celebrating you. You're no hindrance. You're not a burden. Like, you're worthy of that. And then the other piece is called, um, let me be vulnerable. And I feel like sometimes, uh, society wants us to, um, like be strong, obviously, but like, if I show up with all my feelings, um, it is what it is. Like, let me be vulnerable. Um, if you're uncomfortable, that's, that's you not knowing how to handle feelings (laughs) because we're all meant to have these feelings and I'm a very vulnerable person. I like to Get in into it. So, like, let me be vulnerable is one piece. Then there's another one that's called let me sit, and it's um it basically says like I don't need to ask for permission to sit at the table. I am grabbing a chair and I'm sitting down because I am worthy and I have something to say. And then um the last one is let me be seen. Right. So obviously, kind of um explains itself. But let me be seen. It's kind of like um like see me, you know, and, and, but also like I see myself. So, um, there are four girls, um, and it's my foundation debut, um, my own smart contract, which I worked on really hard. Um, thanks to, um, Laura Santiago from, uh, not so dead. I don't know if you guys know her. Um, she's amazing. And I think she has helped so many of us in the space (laughs) with our contracts and like figuring it out and really, um, taking care of our work, um, and yeah, so that's what it. I don't know if it's got pinned. Yep, you guys pinned it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, oh my god, and that's it is it is such a beautiful collection. And now hearing like the meaning behind it, it's you know it, it's got an even whole other level of, of beauty to me. I mean, that's that's awesome. I I love the message behind it. Um, and and I think it's interesting that you mentioned also this, this is the first time you did kind of an AI um, collaboration, right? And I was kind of curious. Um, if you could talk a little bit more about what that process looked like for you and that, that experience of doing kind of an AI collaborative uh, set of you know artworks.
2: Yeah, I mean AI is, is also new to me, but I'm like having so much fun. Um, so before I uh, try like mid-journey and like all these other um, AI apps, I was you know I'm a traditional artist, an illustrator and a digital artist and I was like ag- like against it. I was against it. I'm like, what the heck? I'm here spending 100 hours, you know, on this painting. And then this person did it in like three seconds. So I was like, <laughs> pissed. Um, I
3: feel you, I feel you.
2: <laughs> you know, I was like yeah. so mad. I'm like, oh. And um, then I heard like, a. I was in a, I don't know if it was a Twitter space or I don't know um where it was, but I also follow Claire. I don't know if you guys know Claire. She's like the AI queen at the moment. Her AI yeah. is shown at the Louvre, like- she is sick, you know, and um, there was a comment, like a quote or something. And someone says, um, AI are not going to replace artists, but AI artists that use AI will have like, you know, like ha- not the upper hand, but will have a little extra. And I'm like, Ooh, whoop. I, <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> stay behind, you know, so FOMO kicked in. And then I ended up needing like um, fake. Fi- fi- and Cleo, which is, um, they're a fashion, um, AI fashion group. Um, and I met Fashion Dow, which is a Dow and I ended up getting really like involved in learning. And, um, there's a uh, Fox who, who I love. And, um, Oh my God, uh, Christina, these are like great artists and people kept like pinning me in their work because they were doing like these, well, Christina, especially was doing these flower dresses and people were saying, Oh my gosh, we're will be like this reminds me of what you're doing. Um, These are like mentors, right? In the space that I ended up, that's the beauty of this space, right? Like you could just DM someone that you're like, you know, drooling over and they're so sweet, right? So they're like, do it. Oh my God. Yeah. So I ended up, um, you know, first I started adding, like you can blend. So your original illustrations and kind of feed it through AI and see what happens. So that's how I start. And then I just keep layering and adding and adding. And then, The thing about like AI for now is that it doesn't reckon, I know they're working on it. I know there's a team working on it, but um, it doesn't know, like you have to train your AI to recognize diversity, (laughs) which is insane. So it doesn't know how to do vitiligo, which is crazy. And I end up like going in and I put vitiligo by hand on all of them, which is, I love it. Like, I don't think I would ever use AI, like do a prompt, this is my, my, my opinion. I'm a my so please don't come at me. <laughs> I don't think I would ever like do a prompt and just mint it without me doing like post work on Procreate. And you know, I change the faces, I you know, add texture to the flowers and the hair and the skin, you know. So I wanted to have my my touch because for me, the creating process and the drawing with my hands, it just it just gives me joy. And it, it gives me like that healing that I need when I add the vitiligo um, on, on, the, on, the, on the girl. So uh, I'm having a ton of fun, like, and, oh, and then another thing is the, the thing that pushed me over the edge on using AI was a few, last month I got knee surgery and, oh, I had a torn meniscus <sighs> and it was just like horrible. And I wasn't drawing and that's when I was like, oh, let me put some words in a prompt. And that's how it started really is because I couldn't really physically, I guess, work. And um, that also made me feel kind of grateful about AI for people who are creative in their mind, but physically cannot create, but can share their world and what they see through AI and like see their imagination come through. So that changed my perspective too. Because I'm like, man, like this is opening up, you know, like the world for creatives, there are not like us, right? That, 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 that need help. Um, so, um, I'm excited. So obviously I'm pro AI. I, I did a TikTok about, and people came after me. (laughs) Yes. And I hate confrontation. I was like, just reply, relax. (laughs) Um, but yeah, but it's great. I, I love, I love, and I can't wait to keep, um, learning and learning, you know, more.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And and it's interesting because, you know, I, I've I've heard a lot more spaces and comments from people about the topic, and I've seen a common you know trend of people like initially being like vehemently against AI and being like no this is cheating this is you know what is this the same thing kind of like what you mentioned and then kind of like getting a little bit more curious and intrigued about it experimenting with it and then being like yeah you know this is just another tool another way I can I can enhance my my creativity and. I like what you mentioned too about um, the fact that like it gives an opportunity to people that maybe you know aren't aren't as able bodied or you know that that you know like you said have that creativity want to be able to like express it and just haven't had the way to do it. So I think it, it is a, a a beautiful way for you know to to give that opportunity to people that may have not had it in the past. So that's uh, that's really cool. Um, and and on the topic of AI, you know, another thing that was interesting, I, I remember seeing on your on your um your feed that your your son and your husband have been writing like bedtime stories using AI, and they had some like whole um book idea or whatever. And I actually say that I was going to put it up here, and I, I was curious if maybe you could share like a little bit more about that and and like what they've been doing with the with AI.
2: Oh, my gosh! My husband oh, I wish he was my husband will freak out right now like that you guys are talking about him um babe <laughs> um so yeah my so my husband is like such a techie guy again with music and all this stuff, and he's just like I just love that we're we're a creative bunch, so we have to outsource people who are organized <laughs> to help us um like you know, with finance or like, that, yeah, like you couldn't be good at like numbers and organization. Um, but yeah, they started doing, um, every night they feed the AI a part of the story. And so you guys could read a little snippet of it. So they're creating this story about this dog and they just feed it like chapters each, um, each night and, and see where it goes. So my, my son is very involved. Um, I actually even launched, um, NFT collection with my son because he's an artist too, and we took all his abstracts and I added like fashion gals to them, and and um they're they in tesos, and they got featured. I'm like oh, and he's very wow, awesome. yeah, That's awesome about like spaces in the beginning. He's like oh I see you, and he's like I want to talk about my art, you know. So we I really really, really cultivate like creativity in this home. We embrace like chat GPT, like we're, we're so excited. And this is such a good way for him to, um, you know, like create his own nighttime. You know, we always read books at night. The school requires us to read him. I like, mean, how cool that now he gets to create his own story. Maybe, maybe he will publish it. I don't know. And we'll use AI to create the illustrations for it. And this is like how so exciting, right? Like you can use in so many different ways. So if any parents are in the house, this is alpha, I guess. Um, no, use it to create stories. Um, and for your kids, like, you know, sometimes the kids say the craziest thing and like, how cool would it be to see what AI does with that?
0: That's so awesome. (laughs) I love that. By the way, if he needs some help with uh, writing a story. We got a great person here in the audience, Nefemi. Uh, we had a space with him before he's a, a, you know, phenomenal writer and, uh, he's, he's having kind of a workshop to help, uh, people uh, with writing and being able to write like their own first novel as well as doing other long-form content as well so just a little quick, quick shout out to, to the Femi who's in the uh, in the audience because uh, I know several people after the, the space were like very inspired to write and, and reached out so just wanted to give him a, some flowers real quick and uh, and point that out.
2: Oh, I wanted also to to since you're shouting I want to shout out again everyone that's listening. Thank you so much. Um, I hope that this is encouraging. And I wanted to, I know I shouted out already, Lucia Diaz. I see Liza here and El Profe. If anybody knows El Profe, he is from the Latino um society, which I am a part of. And like he and the Latino Society just encouraged me so much and put me on into like a gallery and like celebrated my art. I think it was the first time that happened um, and I always remember and I'm just so happy for oh and I see immigrant kiddo coming in just like all this familia uh, that we have here and like shout out to all the Latino creatives that are like really showing up and like man like celebrating one another and like lifting each other up in spaces and sharing opportunities like man this is like an amazing time to to be alive so I'm so grateful for each and every one of you guys
0: 100% uh, Jennifer I'll, I'll turn it over to you to to ask the next question.
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, you mentioned that you did a collection with your son and I looked at it and I was just enamored by it. It's so cute. Um, It's called I Spy With My Little Eye. And I loved playing that game uh, and spotting things, different colors with my own kids. I was hoping maybe you could share a little bit more about that collection and what it was like collabing with your son um, and how it was that you tied in fashion to that concept into the game he's definitely the creative director
2: of this collection he told me what kind of ponytail he wanted on the girls <laughs> he picked the co- well um you know kids have have they don't overthink like we do as adults and as artists um I am definitely in my head so much and I'm questioning everything. and I'm just like what does she mean by what she said a hundred years ago like I'm just in my head a lot and kids are not kids. Um, are not double thinking like colors. Um, Actually, um, I have one printed out from the collection and he's so good with color, like really good. I'm not just saying that because I'm his mom, but he's just always been really good with color and he would do these like abstract with like acrylic paint. And um, I ended up scanning them in and putting them into Procreate. And um, for me, it was, I was playing the game, I Spy. So I'm like, man, this, if I turn his abstract like this, it looks like a coat, you know, so then I would go in and added these like, you know, um, line drawings and created like a jacket, you know, um, and then I'm like, oh, this this could have a pant. And then there's another drawing that I'm like, if we add, you know, should we add this like a cheetah, you know, and he's like, yeah. And so so, so it's like merging. Some are, are just his abstract with my girls on them. Those are all his colors. Others I added like a little bit more of um, through, through Procreate, which he was doing himself. Himself. and he was very involved like all the hair colors um he picked um and then the names you know like I spy a cheetah or I spy with my little eye hot pink and or I spy with my little eye a polka dot because we had it in the pants um so it was just really fun um Because, you know, in Web3 and how much time we spend on Twitter, I, you know, I'm like, man, I really want him to be involved in what mommy is doing. Like, I want him to feel like, you know, he's been so supportive and he should, you know, be involved. So I have a ton that I have that we worked on that I want to, I do want to create another collection um, because he was working on um, this technique with water. You put the ink in the water and then the paper on top, and then you flip it over. So we have a ton of those that, um, we need to come up with an idea. So if you have any ideas of the next I spy, like it could be, it could be like things, like maybe it's, you know, wildlife or in the forest, I don't know. Um, feel super excited, but he, yeah, he's just great. He has, he's just great with color and I'm like overthinking everything. Like what color should it be? And he's like, I'm done (laughs) with my color picks.
1: Um, So yeah, it was, it's so fun. That's awesome. I could totally relate. Cause I feel like I'm that person, like I'm constantly in my head and, um, it's kind of held me back in some regards with like creating or doing stuff because I'm just like, Oh, like, I don't know where to start or whatever. And our daughter, Carlos is my husband is in the audience. Um, she literally is just like, give me the iPad (laughs) and 15 minutes later, there's something in there. So I love that our kids are like these digital natives that just like jump into these things and really love the fact that you're cultivating, um, like, a like just that creativity in him, but also like setting up this like routine where he's just already a part of web three almost. Um, so that's really, that's really cool.
2: Yeah, he can definitely, he, he probably can explain what an NFT is. Uh, better than an adult. <laughs> like He is knowledgeable. I think maybe I need to... Um... Oh, and by the way, this collection, all the funds go to my son. So um he 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 knows that and um, it's it's really exciting to use this, right? Like he has his little business here too. And how can we um teach our kids that you can make money through creativity, which I think a lot of us struggle, like you know, the with the whole starving artist mentality. But um yeah, we this you can you can actually make money by doing something that you love to do. And um, he's he's realizing that um, I just have to learn. I have to create something for him more like his own little wallet. I don't know. I don't know. I digress.
1: <laughs> That's wonderful. I feel like the common thread throughout a lot of the stuff that you that you do is just about empowerment, whether it be empowering children, whether it be empowering women, um, empowering um, minorities. It's just a, a phenomenal thing. I love I love learning about you and I love being inspired by you. Like I'm going to take so many lessons away from this conversation. Um, I noticed the thing about Lands and Spatial, like I've been following your post uh, and I'm super interested. Giancarlo and I each have been more actively exploring the metaverse as more and more people, I'm sure are daily too. And I noticed that you also um, have been doing a lot in there. Uh, Could you share your thoughts on the metaverse and how you're involved what do you have maybe coming up yeah i'm like holding my cheeks because
2: i i'm still in shock that this is happening
1: (laughs) um so i am part of
2: the hugs community um and they reached out to me and they said you know we would love to um curate you um you're the first person we thought about because of fashion i'm like what the heck um and so they're doing this huge like party with the DJ, with um, International Dollhouse and Decentraland and Spatial. And um, we're going to be partying it up on on Sunday. I thought I was like, I, I I just found out today, I thought it was a group of us, right? So I walk in and like the whole Spatial Mansion is like all my stuff, right? So of course I cried, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I think I grabbed the mic. I'm, like, I'm just so grateful for, the, for today. Um, because it is just like, uh, oh man, it just means so much to me. That they have vitiligo the ego, honestly. And then they're women and then they're fierce gals. And then they're like AI, a lot of them collab So I'm like, wow, this just happened so fast. And um yeah, so um Lore, who is the the head curator of Hug, she she really um done a beautiful job. And then we have Tanko, which um is is um, I believe an artist and DJ in the Central Land. Um I saw the Central Land reposted my stuff. I'm like, what the? heck is happening. Um so I'm just super excited about doing this. Um I even did like a story on Instagram, which I never do, just to like really I want people in web to you know to to really get excited about the opportunities right with the metaverse. And um yeah I like I love the- I joined I think the Vogue um, Uh, Singapore, And that's when I'm like, well, this is sick. And just seeing all the outfits. I love dress X and what they're doing with wearables, eyes of fashion. I'm like, uh, which is something I definitely, definitely, definitely want to do. um, Because today I'm like, oh, you know, we're going to be going to all these cool events Um, in the metaverse, especially I know when we, uh, Lucia Diaz had her event with the Luminarias and it was so sick with Corbell and like the layout. And I'm like, this is the future. Like we're all going to be hanging out here and we need to look good. Like I want (laughs) to... I want to be fashionable and like, this is crazy. Like we're really going to be buying all these beautiful clothes, especially if it's like a fashion event, right. To, to these, to, to the metaverse. So my mind is like blown with technology and like the possibilities. So, um, I'm also going to be helping the brand that I, that I'm helping out have an event, um, hopefully in spatial. Um, so just merging these worlds and, um, being super brave and sharing it. I've mentioned in another space that I think we feel so safe here on Twitter, um, being an artist and in the community. And we're here in our little bubble, right? We know the terms. We say things like Web3 and we say things like, you know, rug. rug, And,
0: yeah. and
2: people in the real world, they don't They're like what? Is- what are those words and terms? Right, mm-hmm. right. They don't talk like this. And then like Instagram and TikTok, uh, maybe, maybe more Instagram, the, you know, NFT has such a bad thing because of everything that has happened. And it's like, why don't we just be a little bit more like approachable if we want to onboard people and use words like digital collectible or an asset or, you know, I'm trying to really be approachable in, uh, in Instagram because I think I was just being too Twitter on there and i I'm like, oh, I'm just an artist. Like I'm an artist and this is just a way I sell my work, but I don't, I want to, I want to really create that bridge because we want people to come in and collect our stuff. We want, companies to see us and want to partner with us because we're being um, we're being you know what's the name like we're just being a little bit more I don't want to say normal but we're just the language that we're using is approachable Um, so I just think we just need to open up a little bit and really showcase ourselves a little bit more I would would air quotes mainstream so that we don't put ourselves in a little pigeonhole you know of like no we're web three we're just this world that exists in Twitter and like we're safe here and we know each other other. Um, so I've been trying to be more, more bold to, to be presentable. I mean, it's a goal on the other platforms.
0: Yeah. That's um, a great goal. Yeah. And, and I think it's true because, and, and at the end of the day, yeah, it is, it is just digital art, right. And, and, and we could say a lot of the things and in, in just regular language, you know, but I think you you do get used to like a lot of the lingo and stuff that we use here. And, and sometimes you forget and you start talking, you know, with, with some of those terms, it's like, oh yeah, people don't know what this means. So, but no, I think that's smart. And I think that's good. I think that's a big part of, of onboarding, right? And getting more people to like come into this space, you know, it's actually branching out into other platforms and, and letting people like appreciate and see your art and, and the beautiful and amazing messages that you're, that you're conveying too, like the self-acceptance, the self-love, um man the more we can get that out of the world the, the, the better place it's going to be. So yeah, I think uh that's that's awesome. All right. So I know we got a couple people that requested and came up to speak. So appreciate you guys requesting and also if anybody else wants to please feel free to request. We want to we'd love to get other people um, up here and all in the conversation, to ask questions, comments, whatever you got. Um, I think the first one I uh, we saw come up was was France NFT. Hey, how are you doing? You still there?
3: Yeah, I'm here. I'm doing great. How are you guys?
0: Doing great. Thank you for joining us.
3: Well, the only thing that I wanted to say is that that's incredible artwork. Simply magnificent. Actually, Congrats to the
0: to the author.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you for being here.
0: Yeah, thank you for coming up. Appreciate it. All right. And uh, may we'll go now to um, oksarmo How are you doing? Hey. Hey fam, GMGM, GM. how are you today? My name is GM, GM. I'm from Armenia, literally Iranian Armenian. I'm a 3D artist, but I have many 2D arts too. Literally, I entered this market a year ago and didn't sell much. Uh, I think the only reason is um, that I don't talk too much in spaces and also I'm not active in um, Discord. I have many collections on three platforms OpenSea, Foundation, and Object, but my, uh the primary one is on foundation. It's my pleasure that you visit my collection and I hope to enjoy it. Thank you so much to having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming up. And if you, if you want to uh, pin something up, feel free to do so. So we could share it with other people in the audience. Um, oh, I see Eddie requesting.
2: And if France wants to put anything up too, he can pin. I saw he has a beautiful banner too.
0: Eddie, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up?
3: This was an amazing space. I actually have a question for for Wildflower, if she'll allow it.
2: Yeah, of course.
3: Yeah, so I see a bunch of like artists and and creatives in the audience. If you had just the one best piece of alpha or advice you can offer someone that you haven't already dropped, I'm putting you on the spot. Is there anything that you can offer all of us creatives that that we may not have already heard from you? Um,
2: Alpha, alpha. (laughs) I don't know. Well, personally, I am working on... I am working on a new drop and, uh, I don't know if I can say it, Giancarlo, the pro app that you guys are going to get is Mm -hmm. a preview of what's happening. And basically, um, she, the collection is, um, a little bit like homage to, to in the Heights movie, because there was a fashion designer there. And it's basically a bunch of women from Washington Heights and the Bronx, like Latinas, And it's the story of these cool girls. They're all creative. One is a fashion designer. One is a like interior designer. One is like a creative director. And it's like all these creative roles, but they're all like boss Latina ladies. (laughs) And um, so that's going to, I'm working on that. And that's the pull up that you guys are going to get today. So that's one, if you guys... I don't know how Giancarlo is going to do it, but that's a huge alpha. And then I don't know if this is an alpha, but it's something that I learned yesterday that to me it was um, alpha. So I met, um, I was in a, in a, um, what do you call it? Oh my gosh, I guess an event and a webinar. And I met a, a bunch of artists and one of the artists really reminded me and showed me to get out, like I was saying about going onto Instagram, going on to TikTok, like spreading the word with it with with our art. And how LinkedIn is like a really huge resource right now for NFT artists. And I didn't realize that I mean I'm in it and I post my art, but last night, like she just confirmed to me like all the opportunities that she has received and her name is um Fernanda. You guys probably know her. She's um an, an amazing artist and all the gigs that she She's gotten all the jobs in Web3 as an artist have been through LinkedIn. So I guess this is a tip. I don't know if it's alpha, but go into your LinkedIn, really use it, really use it for your business as an art. Tell people that you're a Web3 artist. Don't think that it's just for work and for getting like you know our day jobs. Like use it to promote your art. You know, show yourself as somebody that's open for being you know open for collaboration in Web3. Um, you know, fix your profile. Add that you're a Web3 artist. Add that you whatever experience, that you were featured, like just show yourself and show up because I think sometimes we are still thinking that this is not a real job, <laughs> that Web3 is not real because the whole world, but it is and um put yourself out there call yourself call, call yourself the art, an artist you know really really step into that and it's real and it's happening and and you're doing it already so show people in a professional atmosphere that this is who you are so that people can find you and not only buy your art but want to partner with you work on that like marketing so that's something that i kind of knew but i was being lazy that now i'm like okay you're right i'm going to i'm going to use these tools so i don't know if that's helpful Eddie, but um it
0: was to be that was some freaking amazing, amazing alpha right there yeah,
2: amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah i think and i think a lot of people probably weren't even thinking about that you know because they probably thought okay yeah maybe i got to go post stuff on instagram or something else but like that's freaking genius because You know, and LinkedIn, like that's where all all companies are doing a lot of like people that work in a professional setting and corporate companies are looking for other contacts and things like that. And now with more companies potentially wanting to like get their, you know, get involved in Web3 or learn about it or even just looking for artists to work on stuff. Man, that's that's a genius idea. You know, set up your profile, promote your art. I like what you mentioned about being open for collaborations, been featured here, there. I mean, that's that's great advice.
2: Yeah. And I, and I, you know, it's not like I came up with this, <laughs> like it was in a webinar yesterday with, um, um, a bunch of amazing artists and, and one of them kept saying that. And then literally while I'm on zoom, I'm like on LinkedIn, like, let me put my, let me put here Web three artists and, uh, you know, I'm doing, you guys can't see me, but I'm fake typing at the moment. <laughs> Love it.
1: That's such amazing alpha. And it's so true. I haven't, I haven't really explored it to that depth, but I definitely will. Um, for Carlos, I was looking into LinkedIn, and in one of like the skill attributes, it actually had NFT artist or NFT art. So it's like already a part of um, their system over there, which is pretty incredible.
0: Good to know, man. Yeah, you got <laughs> Carlos has to get that set up right away for sure. Hey, th- and Eddie, thank you so much for uh, for coming up to, to speak and ask a question. Appreciate it, man, and just appreciate you being here as well
3: i love these spaces and it was honestly so cool good to get to know more about wildflower and i shot her a follow at the beginning of the space so I'm, I'm super excited to know more artists and just round of applause really quick i know wildflower is the spotlight but john carlo and jennifer for what you guys are doing um these spaces are just really cool so thank you
0: uh, thank you <laughs> oh man love it uh thank you thank you so much for the flowers eddie appreciate it uh all right we got cameron also up here how you doing man well hey what's up guys what's up sorry i accidentally hit my mic up <laughs> but yeah i just been loving the space and this Wildie is such a what would you say just a, a wealth of information and i think the word from up north would be sauce just
3: su- such rich <laughs> love it love her experience and you know what she has to offer and you know, I'm already following. So just, it's really good to have these
0: spaces just piggybacking a little bit more on what Eddie's saying. is just have amazing artists featured and you guys just are such professionals when you when you do it. So just really enjoying it. Really, thank you.
1: Thanks, Cam. She definitely has the sauce and the sasson. That's for sure. Love
0: it. Uh, hey. 100%. <laughs> oh, it,
1: I was just saying, hey, um, the sasson part.
2: Because <laughs> I always hey. say <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. Thanks for coming up, Cameron. Appreciate it, man. Uh, We also got Sarkis. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you you guys doing? I'm doing good. Um, Just really enjoying this space. I've been listening to the conversation, getting to know Wilde, and really appreciating the authenticity um, and the empowerment. the stories that inspire us and inspire others. I think that's why uh, we're all here as artists to inspire people and, and create and, and spread love. So really appreciate you um, and appreciate all of you friends that are on stage and, and, uh, and the listener
1: section. Love all you guys. Thank you. We love you, Pac.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for coming up and, and saying those kind words. Appreciate you being here. Uh, we got El Profesor. In the house, Danny Sanchez. I, I I didn't know about you before, but I gave you a follow after uh, Wilde, uh gave you some flowers and a shout out. Uh, how are you doing today?
3: <laughs> nice, nice, <for> marine <laughs> Hi there, and uh, no, thank you for doing that. And uh, willie is always, always siempre uh, a pleasure to see you here. Just it's, it's so rewarding, at least for us, to can to see you continue to grow and just taking leaps and bounds, really all over the place and. Uh, Frank, now came over here. Not only to say hello, but also to tell you that your piece has been one of your pieces has been picked by a um, by a client that is doing a that uh, is like our first, if you will, uh, doing this program that we did for Latino Society. Where at the end of the day, not only just getting uh, you know. Uh, good service, you know, uh, for our, for what we do, you know, like just a, purchasing their home. They pick one of your pieces to be like printed and just like, so they can hang it on their wall, right? And they're going to get their NFT. So we're going to buy one of yours. <laughs> That's what it all means. So thank you for being there with us, you know, for believing in us, for being one of the first to believe in us. And uh, just, we love to see you grow this big. So thank you for doing
2: that. No way, Profe. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. This is amazing. I don't know what to say.
1: Congratulations, sis. Well deserved.
0: Yeah, huge congratulations, Lily. That's amazing. Thank you, Profe, for coming to, to share the good news with everyone. Appreciate that. That's awesome.
1: And I see one more speaker came up. Brain Diggs. Hey, thanks so much. Um, loving your, uh, your talk today, Wildflower, and your
2: work is absolutely beautiful. So I've uh, been enjoying the, the space. But I did have a question regarding the hug community that you're in. Um, we're two women artists working together, and I'm interested to find out a little bit more about how you found them and um, if you're a member or if they just approached
1: you. Can you answer those questions for me?
2: Um, yes. Yeah, so I actually, um, I joined the Meta Angels community first um, through Alex and they have such a beautiful lending program where I couldn't afford <laughs> to buy uh, NFT, but they have a lending program. So someone let me borrow them. So that I have access to the community and all the perks and the, they have like a wishing well where you make a wish and then the community comes together to make it happen. Um, just beautiful community. And then they just joined, ventured with hugs. So because I'm a I was a I'm a hole, meta angel borrower, I get access to the hug community now. And then in the hug community, they have an artist um, profile where you can actually create your now you can create your own profile for free. So any artist can actually go into Hugs right now and you can create your own profile. So instead of having like your Linktree or you know Twitter, you have all your your collections will be in one place. And then you can apply to be a partnering artist. Um, and that is more of putting in an application, sending in your work, and then you'll get approved but they just launched this free hug profile, um, which which I'm also able to do and anyone can do it. You just have to fill it out and, and you'll have your hug profile. And then you will have like, because of that, and you'll get like, um, I guess, the heads up on anything that's happening, and you'll be more in the know. Um, but I'm also am a hug um, holder, and it's just you know beautiful. I love I love Meta Angel so much, and and Alex, and they're very supportive, and um, it just makes sense that they joined ventures with with Hug and Randy's um, and Debbie Zune, um, um, uh, you know, project, and it's great. So. I would do that first. Just go ahead and, and do a profile. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, the information. That's great. Great news. Thank you.
1: And I, I went ahead and put um, that URL up on the top. So um, that'll land you directly into Weirdi's, um landing page. But then from there, um, you know, you could connect to that um, society. Um, I did want to just uh, switch gears a little bit, pivot a little bit, um, have a little fun and ask you some um, kind of lighthearted questions. Um, since you're from the Heights, I wanted to see if we could do this or that. Um, what do you prefer, chopped cheese or bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll? Bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll, girl. Hey. <laughs> the breakfast is 100%.
2: 100%. Like chopped cheese, you know, that's like my brother. He's he's a, we are a divided house. So I'm a bacon, egg and cheese. And, and he's, I guess he's younger. Maybe it's like a younger generation from the heights that likes chopped cheese from the bodega. I think
1: um, so. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, you know, a little bit the elder millennium here. Same. I'm right one year behind you and it's bacon, egg and cheese all day, every day. <laughs> you know, they don't have that here where I live. Neither do they have here? I moved too. I'm just like I yeah, moved for the, um, you know, like the family and the kids. I'm down here in Tampa, and man, the person that opens up a corner store that has some decent food is going to be a millionaire down here. <laughs> I think I have to open my, my, my. I don't know what to do
2: with the food. I am going to go into uh, I don't know if we've. I've mentioned this. I know it's a side, but I am going to be back in New York. Back at home. Uh, for an NFT NYC, and oh my gosh, I'm so excited! I'm going to be in the Bronx with my parents, and I'm taking Luther with—oh, my son! I just said his name. I'm taking my son with me. It's going to be like a mommy and and son trip. Um, show him my work, and I'm going to be going to the Heights. I'm going to be going to La Jena, Chicharrón, which is like. Guys, if you know, you know. I'm going to be going to El Malecón. I'm going to be going. I'm just going to be eating my way just through because I miss the food so much.
0: Oh, man, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm getting hungry just hearing that. Oh, so good. Is there, is there a favorite dish you got?
2: Um, My favorite favorite is actually um oxtail stew, like Dominican mm. oxtail stew that my mom makes. Um, over ripe rice and then like black beans on the side. <laughs> Very hearty. Uh, but that's like my favorite, favorite. But of course, you know, we call it the Dominican flag, which is um, mango, you know, salami and queso, which is smash, sm- smash plantain, fried cheese and fried salami. And then fried eggs. Wow. A lot of fried stuff, but it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, oh man, I'm like salivating over here. I really miss the food and they have plantains here, but they're like a dollar each. Like in the Heights, you could buy like a hundred platanos for a dollar. If you do a groceries <laughs> of a hundred dollars. <laughs> so it's a little different here.
0: I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you're also into into dancing too, but I was curious if you had to choose between salsa and bachata, what do you pick?
2: Um, bachata, um, for sure. Um, you know any fereiras, I'm down. I'll dance it. And um, you know I love salsa. If you if you are leading in salsa, I can mm-hmm. fo- I can totally follow. But if you leave me alone, if you're like a horrible dancer and you ask me that, I'm we're all we're just. We're not doing good. But bachata, I can defend myself. You know, I could do little, the little turns and still land on the, on the right. You know what I'm talking about, when you land. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, bachata all the way. That's where I grew up listening to my, my, my dad.
0: Love it. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I grew up listening to, uh, well, mostly like salsa merengue and then they got into the bachata later. But yeah, no, I love it. Uh, we have another speaker on. Hey, immigrant daughters on.
4: Hi, good morning. I just, uh, I had to come and say hi. And I, I, I'm i here with my mom, actually. And we were talking about you, amiga.
2: Oh, my gosh. Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. love, guys, you guys know Antares, immigrant kiddo, and her mom. I love them so much. Um, Yeah, I'm so happy that you're here and that you're listening and that your mom is there, too. Hola. Hola, tia. <laughs> like everyone calls you. <laughs> her mouth is full of jicama. Pero...
1: Hola, sobrina.
4: <laughs> um i Hola. i think the real reason i was just telling my mom this because we're listening and i just wanted to say that you're one of the people that um i see you hustling and creating and you're like always like you're just on it right like you're doing it with your family you're creating and i really think that a lot of opportunities are coming your way and are, there's more to come but you're just like super humble, nothing pretentious about you. And you're so talented. And you're like, you know how to make the most out of everything that comes your way. And I'm amazed and I'm not surprised. But I think it's a beautiful thing to see in the space because <clears throat> a lot of times people are like, you know, they're not like super humble or like they lose touch with like reality of stuff and you just keep it real. And I think I really appreciate that about you. And I love, love seeing, and my mom says to her, she thinks the same. (laughs) She said that makes you a, a bigger person. But um, to me, it's just like, it's just awesome. I, I'm really happy in every time something good comes your way and more things come to your way. Like, I think you have a guardian angel. And in the space, it's so beautiful to just see you navigate like that. And I'm so happy that everything is coming your way and there's more to come.
2: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Love, I love you. And um, no, seriously, like we, we, I always said, like in the beginning when I joined, like, hello, get people's phone numbers and connect with them outside of Twitter in case something happens and this thing gets pulled under us um, so that we could remain in contact and have that, like, I know it's not we do, you know, WhatsApp and stuff like that, but at least we have that like, you know, outside of Twitter, um, because it is it is sometimes for me when I'm so sometimes I feel like it's this real life and I don't have that like bridge between Web3 and real life. And it's nice to bring people from that I met here into my, my real world. And, um, I just love your mom too. Um, I don't know if I can say this here. I know you've said it before, but her mom and I have the same, um, autoimmune <laughs> disease and we just bonded over that. And like, just sharing like things that help me when I'm having a flare up and, um, you know, having her mom really like also be, vocal about it and um, in you too. um, um, And that is how you know, how you how you know, how I feel, right? Because sometimes because of your mom, not every day I feel good or, you know, and and my health and like there's ups and downs and my knees and things flare up. So it's just really nice to be able to um, like personalize our lives in Web3 and like we're real humans back here. We are struggling sometimes and it's nice to make that like human connection, like not all days are great, um, but it's really nice to really celebrate and for me too as as a woman and Latina to, to, to be like, okay like let, let me let me celebrate this win because I think we don't do that enough and then if it's a bad day physically or emotionally or mentally, it's a bad day and they don't last forever and I always say that um, uh, for for all the artists that are in this space, like there's going to be moments where we're not creating, like nothing's coming and we're just like, oh man, like really low, low, low. And usually that's just the day before I said it before this is, that's just the day before the day that we create something that came out of those horrible days. Like it always happens. Like the next day, because you had such a rough week or month, or whatever, like that just helped you helped you create this thing that helped without you even knowing it helped you create for the next day. So thank you so much, Antares. And thank you so much um, for your mom for being vulnerable with me in our journey as we figure this um, Hachimoto thing out together.
0: Oh, thank you so much for coming up to the space, to ask the question, and to say hello. Um, all right, now we do have to kind of uh, bring bring the space to a close. We're a little bit past the time. We usually uh, we usually wrap it up, but um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you, Wilde, uh, Learning more about your story, your amazing career, the great messages of empowerment and self love and self acceptance. Uh, Learn some great alpha today. You know, uh, you know, for all the artists here, if you didn't hear it, you know, go. Set up your LinkedIn profile, put that you're an NFT artist there, where you've been featured, you know, promote your art, put that you're open for collaboration. So I think that's a a uh, key takeaway for people here. And um, I love what you said earlier too, that, you know, even if somebody's doing something kind of similar, no one can create something the way you're going to do it. No one's going to have your particular perspective and spin on it. Um, And yeah, and embrace, you know, your 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 own beauty, right? I think that was also a, a lovely message you shared with us, Wilde, about, you know, you know, accept the way you are, the way your hair is, the way you look, your skin color, you know, you are beautiful exactly the way you are. So it's been an absolute pleasure 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 having you here, my friend. I am so uh, thankful to to get to know you in this space, to learn more about your story. Congratulations on the good news that was shared here. I wish you so much more success. And I want to also thank everybody else that was here in the space today for listening, uh, for coming up to speak. I hope you guys all have a wonderful Friday and a great weekend.
1: Bye.